0: What's up, y'all? Respect the. Ch- Whoa. Damn. You're going to respect the check. You're going to respect the check. You're going to respect go. the check. You're going to respect it. You're going to respect the check. <laughs> You're going to respect the check. You're going to respect the check. You're going to respect it. Episode right. 48. Nice, nice save, Mike. The Jimmy Epis- Johnson episode. Oh, nice, nice. Right? I thought, I thought you were going to sneak that one in there. Jimmy Johnson. I got y'all. I got a lot to say on this podcast. I want you to. Well, you didn't have that. to save me on that. I kind of messed that That's uh, right, whole intro right. up, That's but right. I think
1: it'll be good for the listeners.
0: Definitely, <laughs> Frankie will cut that out. He'll put mine first, and then we'll roll right from there. We won't, they won't even know. Perfect. Whatever happened. Well, but, now they will. <laughs> now nah, leave it. It's good.
1: Who cares? But yeah, we're dedicating episode forty-eight to Jimmy Johnson, yes, seven-time champion in NASCAR. Oof. We got to give NASCAR a little love on this podcast. Yeah. We make it out to one race a year. Frankie went to his first one last year. We, we, we go out to the Pocono 500.
0: Awesome. Oh, it's the best.
1: If you've never been to NASCAR, please go. Yes. It you change have to your experience ones. We are the people. A lot of true NASCAR fans go high up in the stands. They want to see the race. Mm-hmm. When we go, we want to feel the rubber bouncing off our face, and we want to be completely deaf when we leave. Yes.
0: Yeah, smell the gas want to I want to I want to be right in front third row oh. the reason why the people sit so high is because they want to see the guys go all the way yes. around the track especially at Pocono you can't if you sit low it's a mile and a half to track something like that Loop two around no, I think it's two and a half miles oh. that's what, a long track. whatever it is you, you can't see the other side of the track from a low seat so they say the real fans yes quote- unquote the real fans go up higher so they could see each lap but NASCAR's is phenomenal. You buy your ticket, Dang, that's and that's terrible. all you need, really need to do. Because then after that, you bring everything you want in of your food, own food, drinks, drinks, adult beverages, kids beverages, water. That's a that's an everybody beverage. Just don't forget uh, the sunblock. D- right, You need your sunblock up. You Oof. need to get your NASCAR official shirt. Pick a driver. Pick your favorite number, favorite, color, favorite, guy's name, whatever it is, go. Pocono 500. We're going to be there this year. I don't care what we got to do to get there. We have to get there. Oh, we're definitely going. 100%. Frank, how'd you feel about your first NASCAR?
2: I am just I just want to say that I'm a true NASCAR fan, so mm-hmm. I'm going headset and everything this time. Really? <laughs> Very interesting. Have you
1: any of you been to a Daytona 500? family barbecue in the winter
0: dang you have my family
1: i grew up watching nascar i used to go to the pocono <laughs> little, little background on the uh, richie podcast over here also known as richie red zone richie red richie zone Spots, everything
2: richie, Lugnut, richie Nutt, quads wrench, richie i want to poll on instagram i want to know if the fans think that i should have the power to shut off your guys mics
0: why yeah i like to hear what they
2: got to say
1: Every like once in a while, say. if y'all are getting well, too wild, well. You don't want to hear about my NASCAR history?
2: Your NASCAR picnic? Not really. All right, all right. Let me fine. just hit you before we get into the agenda
0: and start le- talking some real talk. But
1: hold on, I actually want to talk about my Daytona party. Yeah, I want to <laughs> ask you a question. <laughs> all right. That's what I'm going to ask right, go you ahead, about. You said it's a winter. Well, the Daytona 500, it's in February. It just happened. NASCAR season just okay, started. Okay, but, but, but in Florida, it's nice. Yes, but we... Here, it's the winter. We, we live bounce in, out yes. of here. No, no, you, we stay here. We would, we would go to my family member's oh, house, okay. either in Jersey or, or in Pennsylvania. It <laughs> wasn't really a, a r- barbecue. We was all get together at right. this huge party. Right. And we put all the drivers in a hat mm-hmm. that are in that race. And we all picked a driver. And you put in money in this pot. And whatever driver you had, mm-hmm. if that driver won or if whoever you had, whoever came the closest, like the, the finish the, the best, yeah. that person won the money. Very nice. We did it every single year.
0: That passed already, to, right? This year yeah. we should have did it. Who won? Oh crap! I forget. who The 2019. Won. Someone
2: 20, that won it two times prior. Yes, uh, I forget
1: who the heck was it?
0: Martin Truex, no. Uh, Matt Kenseth, I think. Yeah, I Yo, think. Give the people, give the people some names. If they're gonna watch NASCAR, who are they looking for?
1: Uh, but right now, Martin Truex Jr. Okay, you got uh, got my boy Kevin Harvick the number four truck. Kevin Let's <laughs> go. Jimmy Johnson, Austin Dillon. Uh, Paul Bernard, Kurt uh, Bush, Kurt Bush, Kyle Bush. You got Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson, and uh, and Mark Truex Jr. Like the up and coming stars That's are pretty so Bubba, good. What's my what man Bubba's Bubba name? Wallace. He Bubba had that Wallace crazy beast. crash when we beast were when we driver. were there. Yeah, he rocks at forty three. The old Richard Petty. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, yo, we we used to go. On a Friday afternoon and watch them qualify. Really, no one's there. no one's there. Mm-hmm. My family would take a, my dad and my uncle would take a day off from work, <laughs> drive up there. That's my grandparents the would come. We would just sit in the stands and watch the cars
0: go around. It is the best. True billies. That's it. NASCAR, fast car. Shout out to my boy Courtney and and my girl Emma. Man, put me on to NASCAR. Never was a NASCAR fan. Got me my first ticket. Brought me to my first race. Changed my life for the better. I was so pumped when you told me you were going to a NASCAR race
1: because we fell off for a while after Dale our Sr. Senior, senior passed away. Yeah, yeah, your family, you just start, stopped so start really a, a lot of people, though, in, in the NASCAR world kind of fell off a little bit. Mm. And then when you were like, I'm going to a NASCAR race, and, we, and then we got my wife Katie involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I love that we go every year. Oh, it's the best, bro. We got the tra- tradition back going. Let's go. I think Frankie fell
2: asleep. Definitely. Yeah, now that we lost all 20 of our <laughs> listeners, can we continue on with the show? Come on.
1: All right, well, let's let's get into something that's uh, real exciting this weekend. Oh, is it ever? UFC 235. It's here. Everyone made weight. Everyone's healthy. All these fights are going down. So let's make our predictions. I know we talked, we we brought up the fights last week of Mm -hmm.
0: what the fights were. So let's go on uh, and do all our predictions. Yo, I'm so pumped about this card. I've been waiting for this for so long. Eight o'clock. I'm starting at eight o'clock. I told my I told my wife. Eight o'clock. I'm watching the prelims all the way to the finish. Yeah. I'm watching everything. I'm going fully in. What are we gonna do? We gotta get some snacks. We can't oh, we can't fool around this time. We gotta get maybe some frozen pizza. We don't know what the weather's gonna be. We yeah. gotta get some frozen pizzas. Maybe some nuggets, fries. Buffalo I don't know. Chicken dip. Yes. We'll hook it up. We gotta do, we gotta do it for real because we're gonna strap in from eight until about one. I told Katie. I said tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm out. I, it's on. I, I'm, I have to watch these. It's fights. on. It's on. Like old goat. Yo, UFC 200 was the last huge card, right? That that's as, that was as stacked as this one. You're saying this is what I want. This is what the point I want to make here. I think this card is like ten times better than UFC 200. Well, 200 lost a couple of fights, right, from injury. And the biggest fight on 200 is supposed to be Cormier versus Jones. And Connor always wanted to fight on it. They couldn't get that deal done. So the big fights were Misha Tate, Amanda Nunez, Brock Lesnar, Mark Hunt, Daniel Cormier, Anderson Silva, who stepped in for Jon Jones. Jose Aldo versus Frankie Edgar and Cain Velasquez versus Travis Brown. That was the big fights. I mean, that's a lot of good fights. There definitely is. And the, and the, the prelims were good, too. But this fight card, Frank, is unreal, no?
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is the best of the year. But I, it's just like that's a wild hair. Dude. You got
0: championship fights at the at the in, in the in the co-main and the main. You got guys making a comeback, like in Cody Garbrandt, who we'll talk about in a couple minutes, who are so exciting coming back to a, a great fight. Zabit versus Stevenson, great fight. Ben Asker and Robbie Lawler coming back, another comeback for a fight, and Asker and a guy coming in from another, another organization. His first true UFC match. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Let's go through the fights. Let's see who we think. Let's give a little breakdown. Our, our listeners out there, were gaining some more. Shout out to my boy, my brother-in-law, Ryan Negron, spreading the word over there at the University of Pittsburgh, man. Shout out to the University of Pittsburgh. I'm going to be out there The respect the chat. uh, One third of the Respect the Chat crew, Mike P, is going to be out in Pittsburgh in a couple weeks. I don't know when. If y'all want a signed autograph, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all want to take a picture oh with me Lord. and put it on your Instagram, hashtag Respect the Chat podcast. I'm just joking. I appreciate <laughs> what everybody out there does for us, man. I know all those kids out there. We might have shirts whatnot. by then. <laughs> no, no, no. At the end of the year, oh, we're going to do that. All right, let's roll through the card. Let's I want to do
2: a, something a little different. All right, what are you going to say? When you give your picks, right, I want you to pick two locks for anybody that might be betting on on these fights. Okay, Two fights that you think you know for sure who the winner is.
1: It's going to be tough with this card, but Whoa. all right. We'll, we'll give it our best shot. You're going to start think, off with
2: this beat fight? Or yeah, you're gonna we're going to skip go, that we're,
1: one. We're going to go... We're just going to talk about that one for the prelims. That's okay. the best one. All right. So we got Zabit versus Jeremy Stevens. Mm-hmm. That's the main event of the prelims. Is that on ESPN, Frank?
2: That is on ESPN, yes. Okay.
1: So who you got, Mike?
2: Well, listen.
0: So Da-na-na. it's that, Da-na-na. It's that. and then we're picking from the main, the main card, card, right? Yep. Okay, so, so it's six fights I, I got to have two locks. Yeah. It would be. I feel like it would be a cheap one to pull one here on the lock. <laughs> but I think Zabit wins because I think he's just very multidimensional. He's unorthodox in ways. He's a striker. He could take you down and smash you up a little bit. He'll choke you out. He could just do so many funky different things. Stevens is a come-at-you-in-your-face type guy. He's going to throw a volume of punches. He's going to try to knock Zabit out. But I think Zabit just tactically beats him up and if you this is a type of fight for a first-time watcher or or up-and-coming watcher of the ufc like watch how good zabit is his movement his his footwork you know how, how he's in and out on strikes and then he backs out um his distance that he'll play on a guy like jeremy stevens who's a straight brawler so that's what i would look for if, if i was watching for the first time but i'm gonna go Zabit, i'm not gonna use my lock yet
1: all right, I uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say my lock for the main card, but mm. but I'm uh, this is tough.
0: Let me interrupt you for once, Rich. Is the lock? The, explain the lock to me. I could only use two, but it's
1: like I'm like, just trying to help people. Like in like, a bet. It's, ba-
0: it's basically
1: a sure win.
2: Right. That's it. Like like you know for sure this person is gonna win. Obviously, yeah. you don't know for sure, but like right. at, you have to pick two out of every, all these. The fights. ones that you think the most. Yeah, you has know, the, the most, most chance of winning. All right, I'll, I'll use it on this then. Zabit? I think
0: if you're gonna bet, that's what I want. I want to help right, you out. Right. That's yeah. right. Okay. If you're gonna bet, I, it, I would bet on. I would bet on this fight. I would take Zabit. I would take him in uh, in the second round. I think yeah. the first round, yeah. He first round, he feels you out. Second round, he's got you knock down. Knockout, choke out. He's submission. got him down in the second round, and he and he just. Mm, I say, I say, ground and pound. Wow, really? Because yeah. he's gonna knock him down off his feet, and then he's just gonna smash him. Is what I think, or get him against the cage, put him down. I think it, I think it finishes on the floor. I see that. Hmm. I, I think I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna
1: tap out Stevens. Yeah, I think Sabit's gonna win, but uh, don't this? You kiss Steven has that that so one punch So you wouldn't power. bet on this. No, I wouldn't bet on okay. it. Okay. I wouldn't, okay. just because of the 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 the, the one shot power that Stevens has. You know, like he could connect with one of those power punches and be could be sleeping. So that's why I wouldn't put a my lock on this guy, but I think Zabib would win.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna use my lock on this too. I, I think this is a perfect fight for Zabi. I think he's so much more technical than Jeremy Stevens is. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna say by unanimous decision. I think Stevens is really hard to be to put away, so he got that big block head.
0: <laughs> got that block. Here. got that got that block. Here. Stevens
1: though man, he he. He's a warrior, man. Like you could beat this dude up, and he'll still come at you. You yeah. know, like, no doubt. That's why
2: I think it's going to go to decision. I, I don't think he has a enough technique to to get it done against a beat, but it, it's going to be a little bit of a fight.
1: Yeah. All right, let's go to right to the to the main card now. We got uh, Garbrandt making his comeback fight versus Pedro Munoz. Is that how you pronounce that? Munoz. Yeah, Munoz? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Rich. If I butcher these names, just help me out here a little bit. Mm.
0: Frank, you can go first on this breakdown. All right. I like Give Cody. the first time give your pick and then get the first time listeners what to check out for.
2: Okay. I'm gonna go Cody Garbrandt. Mm-hmm. Um but there's a there's a lot of interesting things happening, I think, in, in this fight because Cody's coming off of two losses now, two knockout losses. And it's kind of been a while since he fought also, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back. But people that don't know Cody, he's an amazing boxer and also a really good wrestler. So his his style is to stay on his feet, which he's really good at doing. His takedown defense is great. And his hands are, are unbelievably quick and accurate. Um, he was kind of like the, the phenom until he ran into TJ Dillashaw twice. So it's going to be interesting to see how he puts those two losses behind him and Move on forward. That's why I'm not going to give this fight one of my locks because I want to see where Cody's head's at going forward. I like it. Yeah, Rich.
1: All right, I'm going Garbrandt, and I'm using my lock on this one. I nice. think Garbrandt is going to come out and he he wants to prove something. He's coming off with two losses, like Frank said, and those are both against T.J. Dillashaw, who's mm. the great one of the greatest UFC fighters there is. Right. You know, and he rocked T.J. in the first fight, and he, T.J. got saved by the bell. You know, but and I, I don't I don't know much about this other fighter His, mm-hmm. and I'm not into UFC as much as you guys are. But just from what I've seen from from Cody in the past, I just think he's going to use this fight to to make a statement that he's back and that he's ready. You know, like, yeah, he he has what it takes to be a champ. He beat one of the most technical fighters ever uh, in, in UFC, mm-hmm. uh, Dominic Cruz, you know. So he he definitely has what it takes. And this guy, like I said, I don't know much about him. So I think I think this is a
0: lock for for Cody. Okay, I agree. Cody, I mean, had a lot of good fights. Has a lot of bit, lot of knockouts. Got about eight and nine wins by knockouts. So that's what he wants to do. He's got a lot of first round finishes. So this is gonna be. I think he's got about three first round finishes. So he's gonna come out and he's gonna attack this guy. And like Frankie said, his speed and his hands. Are so good. He is a boxer by nature, so that's what he's going to do. I think what hurts Cody in a lot of these fights is he doesn't expand beyond the boxer um, mentality and the boxer tendencies, you know? Stay in that pocket. Stay close to you. Don't, you know, the, the distance is, he's he's right up in you, you know what I'm saying? He's running, he's, he's walking you down. Um, he's throwing combinations, and I think that's really good, and I think it will beat a lot of guys based on hand speed and a lot of guys ain't ready for a boxer who's that skilled but I think at some point he's got to expand what he's doing you know into more movement into using the kicks a little bit more because he, he can kick wrestling a little bit a little bit more because I think he is a very talented wrestler I think if he uses that and takes the guy to the floor he could he could smash some guys up a little bit so I think he's got to change his game up you know and make, make it a little bit um, use more variation with that being said Cody Garbrandt, to me, wins this fight. It's a it's a warm-up fight to get back into things, a fight that my man Conor McGregor would never take, ever. But I think these are good things for these guys, like this coming off of two losses. Cody's not a big-money type guy where he's got to make a huge scene about everything. He's like, all right, cool, I like this. I'll warm up with this fight. I'll knock this dude out, and I'll move right back up into where I need to be. Yeah, I agree. And this is it's about, a, about a year, right, since he fought? Yeah, just to
1: So, about you know, so, yeah. who knows, you know, like maybe he was training some of those things you were talking mm-hmm. about to to expand his his, yeah. his way of fighting. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. It'll be an interesting fight. Yeah, August 4th is the last
0: time he fought. Cody okay, God, right. so not a year. Mm-hmm. But, see, it felt like it. Yeah, it felt like a really long time.
1: All right, and the next fight is Tisha Torres versus one of you guys have to help me with her name. Just call her Magnum. Magnum. Call her by her nickname. Oh. Magnum.
0: All right. What we got? got I, Hey, Frank, you could probably talk about this more than me because I don't know much about Torres' opponent. Um, but Tisha Torres, to me, is a great fighter. This other girl, Wele Zahing, Wele shout out to you, girl. Eighteen and one, she got a good record, man. Tisha Torres, ten and three. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that um, Tisha Torres wins. That's what I think <laughs> because that's I don't not, that's limb, not huh? going. This out one's on tough point. because I think Tisha is a good fighter it takes another skilled fighter to beat her i think her losses i don't know them off the top of my head but i would say that she lost to some pretty good people and um this is somebody who is not as seasoned as she is
2: i think that's accurate Mm -hmm. i think the only thing is the girl that she's fighting i'm not even gonna try to pronounce her name Mm -hmm. is like an up and coming fighter you know good all around all around mixed martial arts, good, good on the ground, good with her hands. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how she does against really good competition. Because Tisha Torres is is a very good mixed martial arts fighter with a heavy style of muay thai. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it'll be an interesting fight. I, it's not going to be a boring fight that you're going to have to sit through. Like, no, they're not well known, and there's not a lot on the line on this fight. But it'll be it'll be fun to watch. This is going
0: to be the fight where I get where I re-up on my plate and get my stuff <laughs> so I could stand and watch this one a little bit. I don't have to fully engage in that because then it comes up. Tisha to the...
2: Torres got a doctorate degree.
0: Good for oh, her God way. bless, man. God bless. I got to get ready for this next fight. That's why. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going Tisha Torres as well. Okay. Just because of what Frank said, I feel like, well, not Frank, uh, Mike said, mm-hmm. I feel like she fought more experienced fighters, like the losses she does have. like She had to go against Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she fought Ronda a couple times mm-hmm. and got a loss. Misha Tate, you know, she fought these 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 well-known fighters. And this, this other girl that she's fighting is just coming up. And she has a good record. You said it was 18-1, to 1, Mike? Yeah. But I, I just think I'm, I'm going to go exactly with Mike's. So I just think what Torres and experience she has is going to give her the win. Okay. Next fight. Huge fight. Robbie Lawler mm-hmm. versus Ben Askren? Yeah, yeah Ben Askren, yeah. Who wants to go
0: first on this one? To me, this is a fight. Where, like I said, Robbie Lawler is coming back from a little a little bit of a significant layoff for whatever reason, maybe an injury, and then he just took it, just didn't you wasn't as active. Big time brawler, but very skilled striker and and guy who could defend himself enough on the ground, but most likely wants to be standing up. One of the best fights ever him and Rory McDonald. One of the best fights ever. You YouTube it, check it out. It's crazy. Robbie Lawler's fighting a guy who's in Ben Askren, who fought for ONE FC, another organization like the UFC and Bellator, was undefeated. Came over in the trade with Demetrius Johnson, and who Demetrius Johnson won pound for pound best fights in the UFC. Now fights over there. So Askren's first fight, he's a wrestler, decorated wrestler. I make mistakes all the time. I said that he wrote, wrestled for Oklahoma State. I just threw that out there. He actually wrestled for Missouri. With Tyron Woodley, him and Tyron Woodley have been training partners forever. Mostly of all their career, they wrestled together in Missouri. So Ben Askren is a national like champion wrestler, D1 national championship wrestler, uh, um, and he is like a he wrestled in the Olympics and stuff like that in the world. Very talented. With that being said, his first fight is against an absolute animal who is not gonna give up. He's gonna have to be knocked out or choked out in order to quit, and um, I think once Robbie Lawler gets in there, Ben Askren finally gets his first hit against him, because I think Frankie gave us a stat a couple weeks ago in that he hasn't been hitting like over like so many fights. I think he's been punched seven times, that's that stat was crazy. Right, Something real crazy.
2: Yeah, I think it was like two times in the last five fights. Yeah, oh, that's, that's really going yeah. to
0: change to me, and I'm going to pick Robbie Lawler on this one. I'm going to pick Robbie in the win, and then it's a knockout, I think. I
1: agree with Mike once again. I'm going Robbie Lawler in this one. I just think, I mean, the the competition that Ben Askren was going against in this other in his other division is nowhere near what Robbie Lawler fought. He was he was a champ in this division, one of the best fighters. And I just think, like you said, Mike, he That's Robbie right. Lawler Robbie was a former
2: champ in this for, division, yeah. former champ, yeah, for a while,
1: yeah, for for a long time. Well, I don't know about a long time, but for a while, and I I just think. He he's going to show Ben Askren what it's about to be in the UFC. Yep. You know, and Lawler is going to, he's the type of guy that bell rings. He's charging at you and you better be ready to go. Cause if not, he's putting you to sleep. Oh, and yeah. I think, and I think that's going to catch Askren off a little bit, you know, like he's not going to know, I mean, he's a great wrestler, so it, it could be, you know, it, it could counter, you know, like yep. Robbie could, could charge him and he could shoot, take him down and then kind of hold Robbie down. And I think he could, he has the ability to do that, but I just think Robbie's going to keep this fight on the, uh, Standing up. Mm. I think Robbie's takedown defense, like you said, is good. And I just think it's going to be a brawl, and Robbie's going to knock him out. I'm going to say second-round knockout, Robbie Lawler. Nice.
0: Nice.
2: I'm going to use this as my other lock. But okay. I got Ben Askren. Okay. um, I just feel like Ben Askren got so much to prove first fight in the UFC, and I think he has all the talent in the world to beat anybody. And... I th- I just feel like Robbie Lawler is more of a shell of himself than he used to be. In his last fight against, I think it was Dos Anjos, right? His last, that, he lost that yeah, he fight. He didn't yeah. look as good as he has in the past, and that happens. He's 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 up there now, and he's been in wars, you know? So that starts to catch up to you. If you look at him, like, in the weigh-ins and stuff, he just looks a lot softer than he than he used to. So I don't know. I, I think Ben Askins is just going to be too touch, tough of a matchup for him.
0: Okay, I like it. Ben Askren is what, 18 and 0. Robbie Lawler is 28 and 12. Oof. Yes. Yes.
1: Next fight is a co main event. This is for the welterweight belt. Mm-hmm. It's Tyron Woodley versus, what's Usman's first name? Kareem. I, Kareem Usma. Kareem Usma. I'm going with Kamar. my lock.
0: Kamar, I'm sorry. Kamar. What, what, whatever, whatever it is. Usman. My bad, Rich. I'm using my lock on this I'm staring one. at the TV and talking to you at the same time. I'm going Woodley. Okay, I like
1: Woodley it. Woodley is either going to win this fight in a boring fight and just does what he needs to do to win. But I actually think, because Usman, he, he he's kind of, he, they're kind of the same fighter. You know, Usman could throw mm-hmm. some bombs. So I kind of think we're going to see the, a little bit of the old Woodley in this fight. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to press a little bit more than he usually does because he usually backs himself up against the cage, and he's waiting, he's waiting for that counter punch. But I kind of see him kind of being an aggressor, a little bit like he used to be when he was coming up. And I think he's actually going to knock out Usman in the third round. And that's my lock. I think Woodley is either going to win, like I said, by a boring fight, like mm-hmm. always, like the last couple fights, or
0: he's going to get a knockout. Okay. I think Woodley is gonna win as well. Um, I think Woodley is very explosive. I don't think they're similar fighters in the sense of I don't think Kamar um, can stand up and bang. He don't want to stand him bang with him. He was gonna want to try to take Woodley down. Woodley is very skilled when he's on the ground, uh, more skilled than more people give him credit for. Um, I think Woodley does take the fight to him. Like you said, he's gonna chart. He's gonna you know press him and he's going to hit him with big strikes and Usma then is going to realize that he needs to take him down. Um but I don't know what Usma could really do on the ground. I think Usma is a I always ch- I I was on this guy's um, hype train man. I was I was with him. I was riding with him before he got any of these shots. I was telling you guys about him remember, a couple of times, like, yo, Kareem, you know, Kamaru Usma, Kamaru Usma. I think he's going to be a good, big up-and-comer, and I don't know, man. I, I've been let down by this guy's fights sometimes. They're kind of boring. I, I, I get it. He's out there to win a tactical fight maybe, but I think Woodley just strikes heavy, heavy. Woodley's been holding the belt down for a while now, um, and uh, this is going to be a cool fight to watch, though. That's what I think. For you fans out there, check this fight out. It's going to be entertaining, I think. Because these two guys, I don't think they like each other. And I think they want to hurt one another. And I think Usma wants to win that belt big time. But I just think Woodley, this is not the guy Woodley loses against.
2: Yeah, I i think you guys said it. I, I'm going Woodley second round knockout in the most boring way possible. Nice.
0: This is the one we got to throw the extra pizza in the oven. <laughs> Preheat and stay. Are we going fight food? Yeah, so I was just talking No, we talked about what it before. Are you, he was okay, sleeping. But, but he no, was He sleeping. was definitely <laughs> sleeping, 100%. We talked about that whole thing. Yeah, We was talked sleeping. about getting some frozen pizzas. No, no. No, no, no. Frozen pizza?
2: What's, What's the, wrong with I the Giorno the, uh, the, okay, hey, stuffed crust here's pizza? Here's the first thing.
0: Tomorrow it might snow. Okay. So we got to plan for that, first of all. Okay. If it Listen,
2: uh, listen. Here we go. Buffalo chicken dip. Check. Got it. I'm making it. Uh, where are we watching the fight? This is for the fans and for me. Here, right, right here. We're watching it here in the studio. In the
1: respective
0: chat. Okay, so you're gonna bring you're gonna bring with these with these questions here. What are you What are you trying to get at?
2: You got some. You got. uh, You're in a rush. No, I just want to know what what the gist of is. What you're trying to. I'm just trying to figure out the situation. okay, Okay. Here, buffalo chicken dip, right, and pizza.
0: Uh, chicken nuggets french fries frozen uh, pizza anything we can get our hands on. but if
2: we can get out can we get regular pizza and and some wings sure yeah if we can get out yes all right cool
0: if we can't we got to go to the dollar store and call it a day (laughs) dollar store (laughs) that's uh, it dollar store chips dollar store nuggets dollar store frozen pizzas Uh, you're boring the listeners maybe if you're lucky get a dollar store chicken patty Ooh, there we go dollar (laughs) store chicken patty (laughs) let's go all right, in the last fight, we're going to wrap up this UFC card. John Jones versus Anthony Smith. Crazy, crazy, crazy fight. Crazy fight. But, yo, this is my lock. I'm going with my, my second lock right here my on boy, my boy, John's Bones Jones. is going to come with the heat. It's going to be a pretty cool, cool fight. I think it's going to be either one of two ways. It's going to be a brawl for five rounds. Or it's going to be like a three-round fight that Jones is pretty much winning, and in the third round, he completely takes over and wins the fight. Anthony Johnson hasn't been in championship rounds yet. I think he is built for it, but... You ain't there yet. You don't know what that feels like. John Jones, one of the greatest UFC fighters ever. One of the best tacticians. Everyone out there knows about him. All the first time watchers of the UFC and, and my boy Ryan and all his friends, hopefully, that are watching this, man. You know John Jones. I don't got to break down John Jones for you. So, John Jones, man. John Jones in three or John Jones for a decision. But John Jones is a lock.
1: You want me to go? Yeah, I, I'm going to break this down
2: for like a minute. So, alright go. I'm going I'm to rattle off some names oh, yeah. for you, and I want to see if you guys could catch on to what I'm trying to say here. You're going to
0: respect the chat. You're going to respect the chat. You're going to respect the chat. You're going to respect
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Making Holly, sure they're alive out there. Holly Holmes, Ronda Rousey, Rose versus Joanna, Henry Cejudo versus Demetrius Johnson. You see what I'm getting at here? I'm with you. I think this is the upset. I think this is the fight that that takes down John Jones. I think he's gonna overlook this fight, and I think he's gonna get hit with a big bomb, and that's gonna be it. When
0: has John Jones riches over here shaking Never. his silly little head? When, and got when his has hands when
2: has Ronda Rousey ever looked invincible until she no, she no, no, met no. I'm not Holly Holm? What, I'm saying, break is, this down what I'm
0: saying is overlook the fight. Carper. You said you think John Jones is overlooking this fight. I don't well, think he's John never, Jones he's has never, ever look, overlooked a fight. The ever. last
2: time he overlooked a fight, it, it was probably Saint Prue, right? And he didn't look great in that fight.
0: I don't think remember he, o-
2: he he overlooked that fight. Why? He was because he, he wanted the Cormier fight. He didn't want to fight Saint Prue, but he. Everybody thought that he needed a warm up fight, which obviously he did, because he, he looked terrible he in that fight. He took and he won it though. Yeah, but he didn't look great. He didn't
0: look. Listen, he didn't look like a super dominant John Jones. That doesn't mean he didn't look good. He's if that was anybody else, that's a good win and a good fight, and you move on. Just because you're a superstar, you don't uh, gotta look like this superstar every single time out there. You just gotta win. Definitely not. So let the guy live. But you could get caught if you look like that's that. That's fine. Yes, you're I, going
2: Anthony Smith.
0: Me. Uh, Frank. Yes. Yep. Wow. I'm going third
2: Anthony. round knockout. I'm wow. Dude,
1: that's exactly my prediction. Anthony Smith, third round knockout.
0: Y'all are bugging. Listen, <laughs> I think I, y'all try to get like the fans souped up we, sometimes. Listen, we you didn't say talk some either. Hippity dippity on the microphone, and then when you're off the microphone, you're like yeah, I didn't know if I really wanted to pick that. Here's one, the know. thing. <laughs> What's the thing? Like
1: like Frankie said. What he said with say? the Ronda Rousey Holly Holmes thing. John Jones is in. I feel like he's in that same situation. He came off of two long suspension, comes back, beats Daniel Cormier, gets his belt back, beats him again, gets his belt back. Then he just beats Gustafson again, or or what's his name, gets his belt back. So this guy just went through suspension, comes back, and just wins the belt, and he's a champ again. So now his ego is so high. He's like, "Look, I, I got suspended. I I came back. I mean, I'm not saying that's how he walks around, but I mentally." That that that, that says something. Listen, you you can't
2: win forever, right? Yes. Eventually someone's gonna beat you.
1: And I think Anthony Smith has that power and he's gonna catch John Jones. I John Jones was cocky in the press conference at the weigh-ins. I just I I just think that's John Jones, bro. But listen, I I I think it's a little too much. I think he's looking over Anthony Smith, like Frankie said, and I think Anthony Smith is gonna catch him. Anthony Smith's ready. He knows what he, he knows he's facing John Jones. He knows he's going into one hell of a fight and he has to be prepared. Because he's fighting one of the best fighters in UFC. And I don't think John
2: Jones is looking at Anthony
1: Smith as this this, this big threat. And that's going to catch Jones. This this is the
2: biggest moment in Anthony Smith's life. Don't you agree on that? This is not the biggest moment in John Jones' life. John
0: Jones has been in the big moment his whole career. And he's never once not shown up ready to fight. And he's never not once lost. He's fought way better fighters than Anthony Smith. Yeah, okay? but you could say now that listen, about, about every great Anthony champion train,
2: that eventually loses. You could say what? that about Joanna when she fought Rose. Say what about them? That they never lost. They never looked not ready. Ioana what? looked invincible right, okay, until she okay, ran into right, Rose and got clicked. You could say that clicked.
0: about all the champs. Okay, here's you could the say about all the champs. Well, oh, oh, we're just talking about John Jones right now. It's not use any other example. But I gotta if just, you want to
2: know why I think that, that's why I think that. Because eventually you run into somebody— and you get caught. Yeah, uh, it, it, we're not, not saying that
1: John Jones is a horrible fighter, and no, I know that. I get that. John Jones is one of the greatest is fighters. Daniel I love him. He's also
0: Anthony Smith. Who's better, Daniel but, Cormier? Listen, or John Anthony Jones Smith? is better He's than Anthony
2: Smith. If that's what you want to ask me, but oh, that's okay. not what you're okay. asking me. What you're asking no, me is no, who no, I think no. is going to win the fight. Okay. He only has to be better than him on that night. Yes. this
0: and this is the fight you're saying this guy look is get starts looking people over. I just think this, this is, is the fight, fight that
2: that John Jones
1: gets caught. Like exactly what Frankie said. It's just going to be one of those fights like we're it's going to be a holy crap fight at the end of the, when John John Jones gets knocked out. It's not it's not like like I said we're not saying John Jones is is a horrible fighter or no, no, I or, or whatever. I we just think that, that he's going to get caught. And who Anthony Smith isn't a great fighter. Here's the thing. He he might get lucky, get the the bell and he'll probably end up losing in mm. next fight, you know? Like this is just I just think this
0: matchup who I think would win is Anthony Smith just because of all that. The thing about the Joanna and Rose fight is those, those girls could bang. So they swing, and a fight goes crazy. That's a crazy scatter of a that's fight. You could
2: say the same thing about this Let fight. Me Anthony Smith could bang. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish what I want to say first. I'm going to turn down your mic. Let me finish what I want to say.
0: That that can go, That's a scramble of a fight. They're throwing punches. It's it's Rose has fought top-level people up to that point, paid her dues, got up there, did her thing. Joanna, whatever, they could throw the... F- Ronda and and uh, Holly, Holly Holm fight. Holly Holm just beat her at what she can't do. She made her stand up, and she made her strike, and she beat her up, and R- Rousey could never transform in the middle of a fight and try to change a fight and try to figure that out, Okay. Who else were the other fights in there? Who were the other ones?
2: There's been endless ones. I'm He's, asking who the other listen, ones. Weidman why, versus why Silva. Why
0: are you trying to break it down? Silva. We're just, we're just S- saying. we no, no. We're, Nate Diaz versus why, Conor McGregor. No, no, that's okay. I'm just. I'm talking about well, why
2: we'll I Dillashaw think that. Dillashaw
1: beat Barron? Remember that. one? you know Dillashaw right. was just coming up right. Cody he, Garbrandt right.
2: versus Dominic, Dominic Cruz. Cruz listen
1: uh,
0: all those guys fought guys over and over big time fights to lead up to that point no
2: no way they Cody did, they didn't. Cody didn't fight anyone fought, near Dominic and, Cruz and, and, and who did yeah, TJ course, fight th- 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 listen, before you in that bantamweight
0: division at that point there was only two good fighters Dominic Cruz was the champ, and that's who it was, and the only other guy that even came close to it was, was uh, TJ Dillashaw, yeah. who even came close to him, so Garbrandt fought everybody to get to that point, every single person, he fought that dude Almeida who was running through people, and he knocked him out cold, he fought everybody else that he needed to fight. All I'm saying is that Anthony Smith, when you get into the ring with a guy of John Jones caliber, and Anthony Smith, I watched a bunch of his fights, so and I wanted to see what he was about. The guy could fight, man. I got no doubt about that. But I just think when it comes down to it and you fight a guy like John Jones – who could do everything and change how he fights in the middle of fights to, tr- to know when he's going to be in a war and now he's got to figure things out like he's been in, he's been hit hard. He's been hit different ways by Gustafson in the first fight. It was nuts. By Cormier, one of the best wrestlers, He, he had to conf- he had to change his game up with that. He put him down. He's fought against a lot of people who are going to show him exactly what Anthony Smith is going to show him. But
1: but you it's also not said be nothing like, different. You also said all these types of things when Demetrius Johnson fought Henry Cejudo. You said Demetrius, Demetrius Johnson is one won, of the bro. greatest fighters. He won, but Henry won. Cejudo won.
0: No, but you would, but, but that's a robbery. But that's when Ronda fought Holly, Holly
1: Holmes, you would have said Ronda Rousey's this big fighter. Holly Holmes has no chance. And Holly no, Holmes, no, no won. I didn't say that. I didn't. N- not that most I most people were saying that, and all we're saying is this is the fight where we think Jones is going to get caught, and just like all these other fighters did. That's fine. There's always that one but fight. But I gotta and we at think least I
0: gotta at least combat, or we would have <laughs> no show whatsoever if I didn't combat to what you was was saying. If I was okay. just like, so- oh okay. And then we moved on to the next thing. We gotta go back and forth about it a little bit, no?
2: Anthony yes no? Smith, third round knockout. That's fine,
1: dude. That's so crazy. You said that. I- Third round knockout is exactly what I was thinking before I even went on here and got like I show you proof when I was talking to one of my friends
0: it's all good who who wh- what did they say when you said that
1: I mean I was obviously talking to my boy Aaron mm-hmm. and he he's going Jones but he he also said like he, he wouldn't be surprised if mm-hmm. it's just if this is a fight that's that uh Jones gets caught mm-hmm. you know by Smith just because of the whole thing about how you know he the whole Rocky thing you know like you, you're in a spotlight and then you just kind of overlook people, and you get caught. No, you don't
0: think this dude though. Think about what John Jones has to prove, right? Do you think John Jones could take an L right now? I don't. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't even. That think doesn't matter. He, I'm just asking. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yes. I'm asking yes. the question. Yes. Yes. Do you yes, think he could. he could take an yes. L right now? Yes, because with, you know why he'll get a title with, fight next month. With these, with these. Susp- wait. Uh, hey, I want to go back to another thing that you were talking about. So you think that this is not deserved that after he that he shouldn't have got a shot to get his belt back? No, no, I, I I'm before just before that when you like he fought one fight, then he got his belt. I'm not so saying he he's
2: overlooking back. this fight because he doesn't think he, ca- he it, ca- it counts if he wins or loses. I'm saying he's overlooking it because he thinks he's gonna win easily.
0: Yes. No, wait, I don't. And what I'm saying is, is that he cannot afford to take an L. Yes, so he if could. You can't afford to take an
1: L. Then you don't overlook anybody. Why, why? do you think he can't afford to take an L? Because he's too much t- heat this, on him. He's too much heat. That
0: doesn't mean nothing. The it's guy not. the guy
1: got suspended twice and as soon as he came back at a title match. You, you, you he you wants th- to be known as the greatest fighter ever. Listen, he takes he wants this to fight L four times. He takes a year. this L. Guess what? Guess what fight he's getting? DC3
0: in the heavyweight. He's going to get a
1: big fight. He's going to get a huge paying fight yeah, but this, no matter what. If I'm he about, wins or
0: loses. I'm talking about for legacy wise. This guy doesn't oh, want to doesn't. take no Ls. He don't want to take no L's like Nobody that. Nobody wants. No to one take L's. wants to take an L. Of course not. But what I'm saying is that John Jones <laughs> doesn't want to take one now, so he's not overlooking. Like I don't think he overlooks people. I don't I think that's the easy argument. That's what everybody keeps saying. Is what I'm hearing. He's over. Even Anthony Smith, your what? boy, who you rooting for? You think a like lot of people, John Jones are, overlooking man.
2: are picking Anthony Smith? No. no,
0: people are saying that John Jones is overlooking Anthony Smith. Even Anthony
2: Smith is saying that, but he never said that once. And uh, John Jones isn't talking about this fight. He's talking about how he wants to fight after this four more times. I didn't hear him saying
0: right. He he just wants to fight four more times. He's not saying who he wants to fight. Away wants to fight.
2: He's talking about going up to heavyweight. This dude gonna come get, on, man. This dude is gonna get beat up. <laughs> maybe we'll see. maybe That's not what's gonna
0: happen. Y'all gonna learn yourself something Saturday.
1: Let's talk. Uh, let's real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we announced it yet. I think we did the Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier mm-hmm. fight, UFC 236. What do you guys think about that, real quick? Give I think, a little. I
0: think it's a really good fight. I think you gotta have an interim belt at that at that weight because you don't know when Khabib's gonna come back yet. And I think what that does, which Dana said at the press conference today, was like we got the interim belt because you know now that guy gets a direct fight. His next fight is gonna be against the champ, and I, that's what I want to see. There's a lot of guys in that division who I think deserve a title shot. They offered it to Tony. He turned it down because he doesn't want the interim belt.
1: This yeah, is the guy that he got an he, interim yeah. belt. he got it, and then the second he got, who cares? He's he,
0: he,
2: he got to fight. The guy won the belt,
1: be relevant. and then the so next day win? was stripped. Because so he what got does hurt. he want
0: to do? What does he, he want? What does he want to do? He wants he
2: want, to fight for an actual belt. Yeah,
1: he wants the real belt.
0: It doesn't matter though, right? Here, here's what are you going to do? Not fight though?
1: Are you for the interim belt or against the interim belt?
0: I don't. I don't care. I'm, I don't care whether it's an interim belt or not. I, it doesn't matter to me whether right. it's there or not. It's a great fight. It, it should just be a, a fight. fight, though. I just want to see the fight. I don't care what the belt is. And they get paid. They get paid the same amount as the, as as you're the champ. That's what he said today. So is the interim belt? It just says interim in front of
2: champion. Well, it's it's not undisputed, like right. Cause, of course not. Because there's two people that have a belt, so you're not. not a real champion.
0: But the thing, but the thing is that the guy who is the champ did something stupid or is injured and whoever knows when he's going to come back yet in, in all this case, he's he suspended, but like, you gotta have a, you gotta have something that people are, are striving for or else they're just fighting over and over and over again for the same pay. These guys just want to get paid. I think though, that's what that, that's what that championship belt means. If you get paid more money, you get more revenue. That's what that uh,
2: means. if Khabib did something that stupid and got suspended nine months, then strip him of the belt and have Tony and whoever fight for the actual belt. Then what makes that the act? what makes that the belt? That's called an interim belt. No, no, no it's, yes, no, it's it is. no, it's not. Yes, it's No, it's not. That would be the actual belt because then d- then two people don't have a belt. That's what makes it an interim belt. No, but here's the deal: you consider him the champ. Then whoever wins that fight, whatever undisputed? you consider him, it doesn't no, but, matter. But listen,
0: what I'm saying: the interim belt you're saying is a, is not a undisputed belt. If they strip Khabib and they have these two guys fight for the belt. The, the the real belt then it's that's still not undisputed cuz he didn't beat
2: the champ well the champ got stripped so he's not the champ anymore
0: yeah but it's still like the point is though is that it's still not undisputed and that's that's all the, the interim belt just gives you a shot at the guy next you're directly going to be the guy next at least at least that's Tony what wasn't. Dan, at least that's what dane is saying right now well, at least it'd be saying right now, but Tony, he wants to turn down fights. He wants to turn down fights. What's he gonna do? You offered the fight, fight.
2: Well, if he won the interim belt, right, then shouldn't he have fought whoever was had the belt at that time for the actual belt? Definitely. Except they didn't do that. But
0: what Dana, right. what Dana is saying now is what I'm saying now. I don't agree with what happened before. What I'm saying now, the interim belt, he's saying is it gets you the direct fight to fight the be- the the champ next. So. Whether 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 you agree with it or not, I like to fight. I like Poirier. I think he deserves it. I I I don't know where the Max Holloway coming up from. I think they just wanna get Max up there and they wanna get him. Did you see
2: Max next to Dustin Poirier? He's significantly bigger than him. Oh, Max walks around in a big weight, man. He's taller and bigger. Yeah, he's a big dude. Than the actual 155-er. Yeah, he's a
0: big this cut is not gonna hurt him as much as the, obviously is the one forty five cut. And that's gonna help him. I like Max at 155. I love him there. I love all the fights for him there, too. I love the Poirier fight. I love the Ferguson fight. I love the Khabib fight. I like the Conor fight again. Whatever. I don't care. Let him fight everybody up there. But I definitely like that, Rich. And I like the Gastelon versus Stylebender, too. Another interim fight. But, like, what's the deal? You got you to gotta be relevant. That's, what I think, important thing that they said at the press conference today. You got to be relevant. You got to fight a bunch of fights during the year, that's what people want to see. That's what makes you a true champ. Fight people, fight, man. It's that. It's, dude, it's
2: a-, a tough sport though, and people get
0: hurt a lot. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, Ariel uh, uh, Adesanya said it. He fought, I think, like five times in the last year. Robert Whitaker fought once in the last year. Other that's what dudes, boxers other fight, though, right? Fight, other, I, I don't. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't. I, Listen, I got no problem with, like, the guy's health and being healthy and whatnot, but if you want to get paid and you want to be the champ and you want to be relevant, the f- bottom line is you got to fight. You have to fight people, and you have to get to that point, and then you got to keep it and continue on. But UFC fights, check them out, y'all. See what you think about them. This is going to be a great and awesome card Saturday night. It's going down. What else we got, Rich, on the agenda? Where are we at? An hour and a half already? <laughs> Pretty
1: much. Let's get into this Bryce Harper deal. Okay. Thirteen years, three hundred and thirty million. So Harper's deal with the Phillies will be a thirteen year mm-hmm. will will be for thirteen years and will not include any opt outs. Harper will also receive a full no trade clause in the deal. Mm-hmm. So for this season coming up, 2019, he gets ten million dollars with a twenty million dollar signing bonus. And then from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty eight, he gets twenty six million per year and then in the last 3 years of his contract they take 3 million a year away from him so he'll only be getting paid 22 million only i know right <laughs> he'll get paid 22 million per year from 2028 to 2031
0: mm. yo Bryce Harper god bless you just like Manny Machado man get your money i you got no problem with that 13 years is literally insane the 330 million is insane that someone could make that much money when and I'm just going to go on my spiel real quick and I'll make this short cause I don't got much more to say about this. But there's like people out there grinding every single day, man. I wish those people got paid more money. The common man got paid more money and woman, the the common people got paid more money for what they did, you know, like teachers and firefighters and policemen and construction workers and doctors and lawyers and accountants and, and who else? I, You know, million sanitation workers and and people who own their own business and every single person, man. I wish people made more money so they could support their families. When there's guys out there making $330 million to play baseball, it's mind-blowing to me. So when I hear that sometimes, I, like, I got to take a step back. I oh, man. Like this is sports is something crazy, man, right. you know. You grow up playing this backyard game and then next thing you know, you're you're making three hundred and thirty million over thirteen years. So, I mean, Bryce Harper man, I've never seen him as one of the best players in major league baseball. I think he is up there as one of them as one of the more talented players. Um, his defense is whatever, you know what I'm saying? He's a regular defensive player out there in the field. He's a good batter. I think he's a switch hitter, right? I think he hits from both sides of the, of the plate, um, which is valuable. And, um, but I, I know he goes through slumps during the year. You know, that's like kind of an MO of his, but I, the guy's exciting. He played in DC. He's, appear, you know, He's handsome. You know he got the he got the whole look and everything like that about him. Played in D.C. He don't go far to go over to Philly to play. Similar fan base, man. People who love their 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 teams that they play for in the city. So, God bless you, bro. But the come man got to get paid, man. I hear you. And listen
1: to this. His agent said that they had short like short term deals where he was getting paid up to forty five million a year. Crazy, right? But they wanted more of a long-term deal, so that's why they ended up signing this deal with, uh, with the Phillies. Mm-hmm. The Manny Machado contra- uh, deal we kind of mentioned last week, but uh, we didn't have a chance to kind of break it down. His is pretty much the same thing. His is only for 10, 10 years for $300 million. Same type of thing. This, this season, he gets a $10 million uh, contract with a $20 million signing bonus. And then from 2020 to 2028, he, ha- he gets paid $30 million per year. Dang. And But he, he gets, he he can opt out after the 2023 season. Yeah, and then he has, years. yeah, after five years. And he has a no trade calls to six teams. So I guess that's, I guess the Padres make that up. Like they don't want, mm-hmm. they, they won't trade him to six teams. I don't know how that works. that That's
2: his, that's six teams that he don't want to go okay. to. So, that's, so how if they want to trade him to one of those teams, they have to ask his permission. Gotcha. I wasn't sure how that worked. That was from the team or him? Can I just say something real quick about the Bryce Harper thing? Yeah, go ahead. He only had a hundred r. b i s once in his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. In baseball, you're going to tell me that you're going to pay $330 million to a person that only drove in 100 runs once.
0: Okay. Now, this is a guy coming from me who I don't know much about baseball, don't watch baseball, but I know enough about Bryce Harper that when I hear that he's a huge free agent that people are going for and he's then he ends up with that deal, I just say, I, I, I don't see, I don't know how. What is, the, what is what is what does Mike Trout get next year?
2: If you're a fan, if you're a fan, I could see how you get caught up in the hype. But if you're in charge of a team, you have to look at the numbers, no? And you have to look past the hype of some people. Some people get more hype than they deserve. His- I'm not saying Bryce Harper is not an amazing baseball player because he is, but he uh, to me he don't deserve that contract. But I do like that contract because Philly was the number one team to go after Mike Trout next year. And with all that money on the books, hopefully they won't be able to get 'em.
1: <laughs> here's the thing though. I think with players like Manny Machado and Bryce Harper, like 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 you said, like they're not like these crazy outstanding players. They're
2: good. Manny Machado's but- ten times better than Bryce Harper. Yeah, yes, I agree. But here's I the agree. thing.
1: Why I think these teams and these owners paid this much for these players, because they're a big name. Fans like these guys. They're gonna bring people to the stadium. Yeah, and
2: that's a big part of it. I understand that. Sell jerseys, sell yes. tickets. That's that's what it's what about. What happens? Obviously though,
1: to make the team better. I th- and I think Philly's gonna be great. I think Philly is is is, is in the is I, I think they have a good chance of winning the N L next year. Yeah, they got they a, have really a really good, really young, good young, team. young team. They yeah. signed Andrew McCutcheon also this offseason. So I Philly has a good shot
0: to win this yeah, year. I, I like the signing for Philly. I agree with you. I think they got a good team and I think that's had to be a factor in him going there. First was the money. Um, this, it's a good city, but the team is really good, and he can contend, which is something he really wasn't able to do in Washington. But what happens when he starts to get into a little bit of a slump, which he usually does? Philly fans and are Philly rough. fans are just like New York fans. They're going to let you know. And, it, and he's getting paid. And when guys get paid a lot of money, there's not a lot of leeway room when you start going into a slump to when the people start letting it rip on you. Is he going to be able to take that? I mean, D.C. fans in that sense are way different than Philly fans. You know what I'm saying? They come out and they support you. And when you're doing bad, they're okay. They still encourage you. You know what I'm saying? But Philly fans, they encourage you and they support you in the beginning. Then when you start <laughs> to stink, they want to know nothing about you. You know what I'm saying? They been throwing get popcorn it.
1: at him when he's walking back to so, the dugout.
0: I don't know, man, about that. Good I mean, to me Manny Machado is a guy who even him that's a lot of money for anybody, but Manny Machado is a really good player. He's an infielder, third baseman. And he's a guy whose bat is a significant bat in the lineup, so I could see why that guy gets paid. You know, I could see why that happens and his value to a team I think Machado going to Philly would have done Philly better off than Bryce Harper going to Philly.
1: Yeah. Possibly. I think I think Philly already has a pretty good young third baseman though. He ain't Manny Machado. No, definitely not. This is Holyfield's son, by the way. Yes. Yes. It's wild. We're yes. watching the, the replay of the combines. I, I I I wanna give a quick shout out real quick to my friend Alex. Uh Tyler, not Alex. Why? I was, oh my. I was No, I was mm. thinking of... I Shout was out to of, my fake friend, Alex. No.
0: <laughs> I saw the name
1: on the screen, and I said Alex with Tyler. <laughs> from, uh, he's in the military. He's actually serving a country now. He's over in Afghanistan. But he hit me up the other day. He's like, hey, do you want to play fantasy baseball? I have a spot. So I'm playing fantasy baseball. Hopefully this is your first no. time ever. So I just want to give him a shout out. Thanks to the you know, giving me the invite. I'm kinda of pumped to do it and this will keep me more engaged
0: with baseball. And mm-hmm. maybe it could bring a little bit more knowledge to this to this table here, Definitely, you know, bro. And it to be you to sleep. Definitely. Rich, I wanna just quickly say something is that we are watching the NFL combine. The running backs are going right now. One of the things that these guys do on the first day before they go out there and run drills and whatnot is they lift weights, is they jump real high, they get weight. They weigh themselves. They see how high and tall they are, whatnot. So, <laughs> forty last year we did the forty yard dash, right? It was we we didn't do it as as well as we should have, right? But this year we're gonna make a comeback. Rich is gonna do the bench press, right? The bench press is what two twenty five. Two so twenty five. Some of these guys way. have done forty reps. What well, about Some, the wide
1: receiver that won today? DK I'm saying? Mac M- M- McCaff. You
0: got, you got to get McCaff. Yeah, I think that's what his name. Twenty seven
1: reps, Frank. 225, 27 reps as a wide receiver. Damn. That's impressive. And Diesel. his his, 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 body, his body fat percentage is, like, ridiculously low, too. Like, this guy is huge. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, look him up.
0: Oh, Miss DJ monster. Metcalf. Um, about 6'5", 200 pounds or so. He's, a, he's an absolute beast, man. So you guys are making me attempt his 225? How many, how many do you think he can get, Frank? How many do you think Rich can get? 225, how many reps? 15. 15 reps of 225 let me ask you this have i you make ever,
2: fun of rich a lot but he's he's a
0: have you done it he's a sturdy guy have i done what can you do to 225 want you want to hear my best that i ever done at 225 well would that be cheating would we be would that be cheating to us then if we know that
2: no i don't think so okay that could have been years ago it When was, was it?
1: this was probably a year and a half ago
2: Oh, Not okay. that long. Uh, not that long. It's ago.
1: long enough when you're when you're lifting <laughs> weight. Okay. So I, I don't. I don't think I could come. Uh, okay. nah, I All
2: right. Can't Good. Then close. I want to
0: hear that. Make me bet even more. What, 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 what's your record at two twenty five? How many reps? Twenty two reps. Nice. That's the most I ever done, and Twenty-two
2: that was a year and a half reps. ago. But okay.
1: I was training a little different. Like I used to do drop sets back down to that and mm-hmm. rep out after every chest workout. Right. So I kind of was training for reps like that. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm really not so. Uh, 22 is definitely not.
0: Okay, so that's that's the that's so i pretty good point. at 15. 15 is a great first guess. Oh, man. I got to either go lower than 15 or higher than 15.
2: Listen, before he said what he did, though, you thought 15 was high, right? Yeah, I thought 15 uh, was I've high. Because I seen how you looked yeah, at me. Yeah,
0: no, I thought I was like, whoa. <laughs> Let me ask. All right, first I'll answer this. So, yes, when you said that, I was like, man, 15 is high. And now I'm hearing that you've done 22. But you haven't really done it in a long time.
2: That's post Shea Shea birth, right? <laughs> that was before Shea doing 22 reps, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, pre-Shea Shea. Yes. Pre-baby fat.
0: What are you doing? What are you pushing right now? What's What's the most weight you could throw off the chest right now? Uh, Just weight, not reps. See, now you're asking questions. I think I did. You could have <laughs> before you jumped <laughs> to your conclusion. Probably
1: last month, I think I got 335 for one. Three hundred
0: and thirty-five reps is the no, most. Three hundred and thirty-five uh, pounds for one, one rep. Okay. Man. <laughs> you do math. Twenty. You, you done twenty-two is the 22. most. Two. But I, I don't was training four reps. Like I was right. doing
1: a lot of reps. Right. right. Like now I'm not. It, it's it's a huge difference. Twelve. I think you can get twelve. Dang, that's easy. <laughs> Good. Good. That's what I do on my third set.
0: Nice. All right. I'll take twelve. I'll take twelve. Can I, can I give a number? Like my yeah, goal? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I want I mean, I wish eighteen. I, I wish I would have known that. I, I was want, gonna pick eighteen. I was gonna pick eighteen, but I said I think it, it's gonna be in the moment when the, when the camera is on you. Like when I was outside shooting hoops out there. When you guys bet me on that one, it's a little different. It's a little different. You're saying yourself, man. I got, I got, I got to put <laughs> it up is. right now, man. So, so I, the pressure could get to you a little yeah, bit. But I don't, I, I don't doubt you. I think you could do 18. But I'm gonna go. with I'm gonna I, say Frankie 15. Went 15 is a solid number, number to be. Yeah, it's a hard. What do I do with that? 15 is a solid number. So I, I have to go lower.
1: I'm like 99.9%. <laughs> I could get 15 because I can't pick 17. But I want 16. 18. More. I want those three extra reps. Okay, I ain't. That's mad at my goal. You. I ain't mad at you. How many do you think I could put up? I'll three. Give yeah, I, I was gonna say. Dang, I'll give you really? three. Yeah, you I many? think you could, because I saw you lift one eighty five. You got that a, a
0: couple solid reps. Okay, two twenty five, three reps. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> that sounds. Like, how many thing you could do, Frank? Two twenty
2: five. I, I couldn't get up two twenty five right now. I I think like when I was working out, I think I got it up twice. Nice. I I weigh one seventy, so right. That's
0: significantly more than your body weight.
2: Yeah. It's another you, basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so we're going to do that challenge. Where are we at on time here?
2: We're good. Keep going. I don't know hey, when so you guys say that. In, I don't um, know what that means. Though. In we're honor of in the hour. Joe Rogan, okay. did, you, did you see the Joe Rogan Alex Jones podcast? No. no. So not yet. I, I'm, back, I'm just going to tell you, it, it was four hours and 40 minutes. So in honor of that, I think we could go a little bit over. Good. We still got about an hour. We are not to talk Joe Rogan out there. We got to keep our en- enter- listeners
0: entertained, and we don't want to be babbling on for too long.
2: What Shout out to the interdimensional aliens.
1: Mm. I haven't have listened to that one yet. I just started listening to the scientist Brian Cox.
2: Good, right? I just wow, insane. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Shout out. Yes. Just this definitely. man doing his, the damn thing.
1: His knowledge is unreal. Like these 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 guys come on and they he's talking and he, he 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 just goes right back and he and he follows along and he knows what they're talking about. Insane. I w- I, w- I was lost 2 seconds into this guy talking. Joe Rogan just had a full-out wow, 2-hour conversation with him. Dang. <laughs> All right, before we get into NBA, let's talk about our basketball tournament. Yep. Yeah. First round's over. Mm-hmm. The guys that are moving, are moving on are Larry Bird, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And then we have a little dilemma. Mm-hmm. The Carmelo Anthony versus James Harden matchup mm-hmm. ended in a tie. So I think we, as the— Host a respect to chat. I think we should settle this.
0: Okay. And we should debate on who we think should move on. Okay. Well, you two guys voted, right? No, I don't think I voted. Oh. Frankie didn't vote. You voted, right? I voted. Who'd you vote for? I voted for James Harden. Okay. Can I I vote? I thought you voted for Melo, you said. No, no. I voted for James Harden. All right. So you voted for James Harden. Yeah, you could vote. Who would you vote for?
2: I'm going to go with Carmelo Anthony. Okay. And here's why. All right. I think on a one-on-one matchup game like that i think points that you put up isn't a good indicator i think it's got to be more based on like average Mm -hmm. because every shot you take matters you know you can't do like james harden does in a game and chuck up 300 shots Mm -hmm. and hope that 30 of them go in yeah so and and mellow was money back in the day oh and he could do everything so if we're going mellow in his prime i think i got mellow
0: All right, listen, so we we figured it out because I'm going Melo, and it's for the exact (laughs) same reasons that Frankie said. Melo moves on. I like that breakdown totally. It's got to be about average in a one-on-one game. Your shots have to count. When you're playing one-on-one, you can't just be chucking the ball up. I mean, these guys are skilled at their positions, and they're going to be more accurate than just chucking it up. But I think um, Melo's ability to play in the paint, and he can get up off the floor. His jump shot is wet. I think he's got more moves than people give him credit for in, in the low post. I think he wins as well. I think Melo wins as well. So
1: I, I'll, I'll put that in. Carmelo Anthony gets the win. Let's go. Second round is going to start Monday. I'm going to start posting second round matchups. Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to post. I'm going to update the bracket. I'm going to post it on our Instagram page mm-hmm. so people get to see it themselves. How do we know who plays who? Are we Are going to draw that out of a hat? No, no. All right. Well, it if, goes uh, on to the go. next round. Oh, I, right. I have okay. the whole bracket. And I, and I, I just said I'm going to fill out the rest of the bracket. To show who moved on and who's fight, who, who's facing who. I'll do that tomorrow and then Monday we'll start the matchups for the second round. Cool. I like it. So let's get into the NBA. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this James Harden streak real quick. Uh, I posted on our Instagram page if people were impressed about this. And uh, a lot of people were saying that they weren't. A lot of people said they were. So I want to just ask you guys about it. He won 32 games of scoring 30 points or more. During those 32 games, he had... 14 games of 30 points, you know, thir- in, in that area. Mm-hmm. 14 of 40-point games, three 50-point games, and one 60-point game in that 32-game stretch.
0: Do you find that impressive? That is, It is very impressive. But I was talking um, about this with some of my guys at work, man. Shout out to the, um, the, all the schools I work in, man, the Digman schools, the Sheholder schools. But I was talking to um, a couple of teachers there, and we were talking about this. Like, th- Today's NBA is more about volume shooting for these scorers, right? It's a lot of volume shooting. So if you're going to put up that many shots, at their skill level, you're going to make baskets. I don't think that that makes you or should put you ahead of anybody else who is not a volume shooter, but is an efficient player and efficient shooter. Like, to me, what James Harden does is cool and everything, but to what Steph Curry does is way more impressive to me. He does it in less shots. He does it more accurately. His field goal percentage is great. That guy, I don't know where it's gone that people just don't talk about him anymore and how good he is and how awesome of a shooter he is and a scorer he is. Um... So, yes, it's impressive, James Harden, but it's not it's not out of the ordinary because I think that's what these guys do in the NBA.
2: Yeah, I, th- that's exactly the point that I was going to try to make. I, because if you, like, how do you really judge somebody? If someone's putting up 40 points a game but they're shooting at 40%, is he really better than someone that's putting up 30 points a game but they're shooting at 50%? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so it at all. It just means he gets more opportunities to shoot the ball. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's Obviously it's an impressive stat right. looking at it on paper, but if you really break down the numbers, I don't think that James Harden is better than most of these elite guys in mm-hmm. the NBA. It's kind of like that hype. You know, people like
0: want to be hyped up by this guy's how many points he scores. But like and I know that he they've won more games when he scores that amount of points 30 or higher then they've lost when he doesn't score that. Yeah, he might need to do that, but but that doesn't make him the best player in the NBA. Yes, he needs to do that. He needs to score in... He needs to be a big-time scorer for his team to win, but it's just like it's not efficient to me. I feel like it could be done way more efficiently, and they could win consistently throughout, you know, than him just like... Chucking up 40 50 shots a game. And like he's shooting like 18 threes a game. He's making like six of them or eight of them. His field goal percentage is crazy. It's 40. His field goal percentage is 44. And his yeah. three point shooting is 36%. Yeah, that, that's not good. 36% is not good. <laughs> 46% is okay because it's close to 50%. But it, it's still not where other guys probably are. You know what I'm saying? But. I don't know, man. And you know the other part about it is, like, to me, he travels when he does that double step back thing. He he doesn't have, a, like, a, like, a flashy type game. He kind of lows you to sleep. It's a little boring to watch at times. But I think he's a very good player. I think he's very good for his team. He's creative. Um, I just think what Steph does and guys who shoot the ball with more um, accuracy and average, you know, um, – is more impressive to me yeah
1: i mean he, he, another thing a lot of people were saying was well, you guys kind of hit on too like he's taking a million shots a game mm-hmm. you know he, he, he's a ball hog but he also he, he's averaging seven and a half assists mm-hmm. per game
2: i mean it's that it's, comes with putting up those kind of numbers though because you're gonna get double teamed you're gonna open right. up stuff for other but, people and and seven isn't like a crazy it's, number it's
1: not a crazy number but it's not like he's only you know having like he's averaging three assists a game like he's still dishing the ball you know he he just dropped 58 points the other night with 10 assists at the same time you know yeah he, he's averaging 36 and a half or 36 points a game mm-hmm. that's what that's his average this year he's a leading scorer in the in, in the
0: league yeah I, you I would think so with, with, with the amount of points
2: he's scoring it's absolutely crazy his but. last game against the Heat, he dropped mm. fifty eight. Do you guys know who has the biggest contract in the NBA? Russell did Westbrook. You, did you see that? I was Did that intrigued. surprise you? It really did. I wasn't expecting that. I did I just didn't know that he was yeah. the highest paid. I, I didn't know that either when I NBA. saw that.
0: I had no idea about that either. Two hundred and five um, million, I believe he got. Did you contract? see that thing when that went down with him the other night with the kid?
1: Yeah, yeah when he told the dad. <laughs> that, that, that was What'd silly. you think of that? I I think he was stupid.
0: What's that what he so just touched his back? It's yeah. not like he punched and, him. And then yeah. he told
1: the dad you better watch your kid. You can't you're you you can not just let him touch anyone. Right. And so then he I, I don't know
0: him. What does that mean? He's ten years old. <laughs> bro. Yeah. You're, you're like, an athlete. You're like you're an icon to him. He yeah. like adores you and he wants to be you like you and he you influence <laughs> him. And that's what your comment is? Yeah. I was, like, I what wasn't do you down how do that. you want people to root for you? How do you want I thought it was stupid? Why are you thinking like that? Where does that mentality come from? Why you? If it was if it was an adult who hit him, I could see it being a problem. Yeah, you know, I could see him like, yo, the kid just wants to touch just, his hero. He's a it's kid. He's just ten like years old. Raised his back. That would like touch his jersey. The kid <laughs> is is like a a, a superhero. Yeah. Westbrook is a superhero to the kid. Yeah. And the kid's just like looking at it like, oh my gosh, I can't you believe. You know what I would have done? Westbrook. I can't I believe turn- I could
2: reach up and touch him. Right. And if he I did. was if I, if I was
0: Westbrook and I turned around and I saw a
1: kid touch me, I would have reached over gave him a pound and kept Yo, it going.
0: LeBron does it all the time. LeBron embraces the fans all the time. Remember when that dude hit that half court shot and LeBron dove on him like they just won the yeah. championship together? Yep. Uh, Steph Curry does it with yep. all his fans. There's now like the NBA is letting the... Um, The players bring their kids on the court and like warm up with them and be during halftime or warm like that's cool. That's what the game is going at too. They bring their kids to press conferences like Westbrook. Come on, dog. What you doing? Wow, man, when he did that. So whatever. I mean, I I just wanted to mention that as well. But like you look at look Westbrook. uh, I mean Harden and and Giannis, two guys who are being mentioned in the NBA MVP race. They got it. The Paul George, it needs to be mentioned in there. I feel like it's now it's like a two-horse race, and now Paul George is somehow not being talked about. Why? I don't know at all, man, not at all. And uh, let's just mention this while it's on right now. Kyle Murray, 5'10". They're the same Russell height. Russell Wilson, 5'10". Kyle Murray, 207". Russell Wilson, 204". Kyle Murray's hand's 9 and a half inches, and Russell
2: Wilson's a 10". They're the same height. So can we stop? Yeah.
0: And the other thing about that is really quick is that Oklahoma um, offensive lineman, one of the tallest offensive linemen in college football, that is the same lo- height as the lineman in the NFL, and it's he could see over them. And he's the same size as this other guy who people love and adore, and rightfully so. Get off my man, Kyler Murray's back, man. So that, that, that's we can talk about that later. <laughs> that's but, neither here nor there. J- Start mentioning Paul George as well. I don't know where his name hasn't gone on that thing.
1: He's been in there, but like you said, it, it's, it's narrowing down just to those two. I don't two. know why, though. I don't know why either. Paul George is having a phenomenal year. I think he's number two in yeah. scoring. Yeah, he's Harden, got a, he's averaging
0: 28 points a game, yeah. eight rebounds and four assists.
1: Real so, quick, mm-hmm. another stat about Harden. He has six 50-point games this season. Right. The most 50-point games in a season within the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. I sent it to you, right? I was going to ask you who, who you guys know who it was. Mm. But it's Kobe Bryant. Right. He has 10 in the 2006-2007 season. He has right. 10 of them. And then Michael Jordan had eight in the 1986-1987 season.
2: And now James Harden and Kobe are tied with six. I would love to see at the end of the year like what the shot totals would be. On that, like how many shots Harden took compared to Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant to get those numbers. They have
0: that. At the end of the year, you could see it. Yeah. I think it would be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting. Because Harden actually has a good chance
1: of breaking Steph Curry's three-point... uh, a record, I think, this year for the year for the year. I think he, yeah, I think he's on pace to break that. But they were saying the amount of threes that he's throwing up to compare to what Steph Curry threw up in that year is like gotta is, be at like double. Yeah, it's unreal. They said, I, I don't know the exact numbers. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't. You guys want to break down the divisions real quick in the NBA? This the standings. We'll go through one through eight. This to yeah. see the playoff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, playoff we'll, we'll, we'll right start now. rolling a little bit here. I mean, I, got, I really only want to talk about the West. Okay. Only because the Lakers fell to 10th. They're, they're yeah. in 10th right yeah. now, the Lakers. But in the West, you got Golden State in first. The Denver Nuggets Denver Nuggets in second. Oklahoma City Thunder in third. Mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers in fourth. The Houston Rockets in fifth. The Jazz coming up, they're in sixth. The, the Spurs are in seventh. And the Clippers are in eighth. And then you got the Lakers, like I said, they're sitting
0: at 10th right now below 500 they're 30 and 31. yeah it's crazy where the Lakers are man they really disappointed me LeBron getting hurt or quote-unquote getting hurt um I don't know what happened to them after that they lost so many games that they got themselves out of it and then after the all-star break they had to win a bunch of games and they're not winning the games that they need to win um I, I want to talk about a, obscure stat Frank I heard the other day um the Lakers are either the worst or one of the worst teams getting back on defense before the opposing team, getting everybody back on defense before the opposing team makes a basket. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get all their players back. They're he- one of the worst or, se- or or like right there, second or third worst uh, in the NBA in getting back on defense before the other team gets up a shot. Listen,
2: I don't want to turn this into a LeBron argument, but can we stop now? saying that 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 he was the only player on that Cleveland team because obviously he's not
1: yeah he can't
2: single-handedly bring a team to the championship he just can't
1: definitely not and I agree with you friend and oh, he, look he heard himself he's been getting a lot of uh he, a lot of crap about his defensive play lately and, and he's responding is show up on the court and we'll see we'll see we'll see about it but his defense hasn't been great
0: LeBron's no, you know, but, but over overall, he overall, is a great yes. defensive but, but player. But this year, this year, mm-hmm. what, well, what's going on right now? Here's the thing about LeBron playing defense: is he had on this team, on the Laker team, and I think other teams in the past, he never. He's the best defender. He's also the best offensive player. So it's going to be times in games where he's going to slack on defense. Because he has to make it up on offense. Yeah. LeBron also plays a billion games a year and is never has an off season. Really, he his turnaround is really quick. W- playing defense at a top level, consistently, consistently, and having to score right, especially at his point of his career right now, will be tough. Like Mike had Rodman and Kobe had Ron Artest, and they had other guys who you know, could be like, yo, listen, I need you to sh- I need you to play like shut down defense tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, slack a little bit because I'm going to have more, you know, on the offensive end. So uh, with that being said, I think the Lakers should have been way better this year than what they were. I can't believe that they're possibly on the brink of not making the playoffs. LeBron, for the first time ever, won't be in the playoffs, right, in his career or or maybe since his second season. Yeah, and I mean, he did miss 18 games, right? Yeah, he missed 18 games. If If he
2: played those 18 games, maybe they would have made the playoffs.
0: Lonzo
1: balls out a week. I don't know how much that's going to affect him, but it'll probably help him. i think I think the 18 games that he missed is 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 a huge factor of where the record's at. you know. I think if he yeah. was there for those 18 games, they would be in that playoff pitcher they would they would be sitting somewhere in the middle of that five or six, you know mm-hmm. because if let's just say they went 900 during that 18 games yeah i don't I don't know where I was going with this math. 900 is it's a true. weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm done with trying to break this down right now. Right now, the Lakers are playing the
0: Bucks, and uh, this would be a big game for the Lakers to win right here, man. Um, and I don't know. The experiment in L.A., man, it's a little weird. They don't have the guys who they want, obviously, yet. These guys haven't gelled yet. They're young. Um Oh, my God. Terrible I defense. I don't know what's going to Well, that's what it is. That's that get back on defense. It would look like there was like three guys down there. You know what I'm saying?
2: I don't know what the Lakers want to do. I don't know why. They don't think they're on the same page. But last year, the problem is last year they had like a lot of promise, right? So with the team that was there, and then you add LeBron, you would think that they would have been better than they are. Can you say that?
0: De- yeah, definitely. Okay. I had them finishing third. Here's and another the lowest thing. And sixth.
1: Do you honestly <sighs> think... These young guys are giving 100% every night knowing the whole thing that happened with AD. They're not going to next year? Yes. <laughs> with the whole thing that happened with AD. I honestly feel like that has some impact on why these, these guys are young athletes. Why the heck aren't they flying back down the court to play defense? There's no I excuse. No and, I, and, I, and I I I mean, I, this could just be a whole thing made up. I honestly think that's affecting them. Like, that's in their head. Like, why should I play 100% for this guy and bust my butt, get down to the court and play defense or, or whatever when he wanted to trade me, and I'm going to be gone next year. He doesn't it's, want it's us here. It's just so
2: funny that you're saying that about a player, that he wanted to trade me. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're not even in charge of the team. Right. Well, you
0: shouldn't be. It's so crazy. It's so, so crazy. Um, I, I heard this just today, that the Celtics were in talks with New Orleans, and they were saying that anyone is available, including Jason Tatum. Um, at the end of the year for Anthony Davis, like that was the talk. Like if we wait till the end of the year, then you know, like everybody's on the table. Would you trade? No. adjacent Jason Tatum for Anthony Davis? Nope. I it mean, depends who, on who, who, who else, else you had. Yeah, I was just gonna say who but else is involved in that. If I
2: had if I had the Celtics lineup, I wouldn't want to trade Jason Tatum, and it's not only gonna be Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. right? It would have to be other people. They're just saying that he could be involved in the offer. Just say I wouldn't that, give though. I wouldn't say, give all that.
0: You keep everybody, you trade you trade Tatum straight up for A D. You have the Celtics I would, team. Oh, I would
2: think about that.
0: Straight up, I would definitely do it. You're mm-hmm. getting A D. Yeah, I think Jason Tatum is a really I agree, but good you're still getting A D in the NBA. I think that Celtics team has a lot built there. Um I mean, I'd have to really think about yeah. it. And I'm a big A D lover and I think he's a great basketball player, but I just think Jason Tatum is gonna also be a really good basketball yeah. player going forward. And, and they're
2: not only gonna want Jason Tatum. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: In my opinion, what do you guys think? I think Kyle Kuzma I mean, he's not there yet, well, on Tatum level, but I think he's going to be a big star. And they want to do the deal with the Lakers with Kuzma involved with the mm. other players.
0: I don't think Kuzma is. That you don't good. think you don't, don't think, think he's no. as good as I Tatum? Think so. Skill wise, um, potential wise, I don't think so. Give man. him
1: another year or two; he's going to be one, one of the top players in the league he's with at the Tatum.
0: Same level year wise in the NBA as Tatum, right? They're both in their second year or yeah. third year. Yes, yeah. Tatum is, I think, leaps and bounds already better than him. And Tatum is a is a playoff. Player, man, he goes he in the came playoffs and he, with goes, them. and he goes he goes in, man. He's a really good player. Shout out to Jason Tatum, man! What a player in the NBA. That that whole dynamic too, of Boston, right? Boston now plays better without Kyrie. They've got more wins without him than they do with him. It's mind blowing what's I going on there. I think they were zero and
2: six there. with him and six yeah. and zero without him in their last twelve games.
0: He's obviously a v- to me one of the top players in the NBA. But I think that that team is is a very uniquely built team, the Celtics, in the sense of like they don't, they're not built on one guy. And they're better based around a team of guys who want to play with each other, who believe in each other, who want to be there and have the Boston Celtics name on their jersey. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if Kyrie is fully in. And I think they feel that.
2: I think that Kyrie just needs to play long enough to be integrated into the system. Like He's always playing and then not playing. I think that he has to be a staple there, and they have to get really used to playing with him, and he has to get used to that, that structure mm-hmm. in order for it to be successful.
0: I agree, because he's proven that he could play with other dominant players. Well, definitely another dominant player in LeBron. Maybe that's, I think, somehow some for some of the blame is that he, he dominates the ball and other guys have to play off of him. And I don't know if those guys necessarily know how to do that or want to do that or are built like that. So I think that's where it comes to. I think Kyrie is a ball-dominant type player. But what this does and all this talk does just makes me more happy because then he can come to New York <laughs> and be his own man. You know what I'm saying? Attract some other guys over there. That locker room convo with KD, I think they were saying, let's go play in the garden. Because you're going to respect the chat. You're going to respect the chat. Oh, you're going to respect the chat. you the third time the chat. that we gonna respect sit it. this? <laughs> Let me know episodes. if you want to give me the power to turn off the mics. What do we got Our next? Our fans Rich? are going to think we the episode started three times. we got to be winding down here. What do we got?
1: Yeah, this got some random stuff All right, talk here we talk out here. The Eagles, they don't franchise tag Nick Foles. Yeah, nice
0: move, man. Nice move. Yeah. Respectable. Where do you guys yes. think he ends up? I think he ends up with the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars could really use him. I think that's a good move by the Jaguars. Go with a veteran instead of a rookie and go with a guy who is a good player in a system. Um, and I think that's a good system that fits him with a good defense. And those guys got to capitalize the Jaguars really soon because they're paying a lot of money to those defenders. They got a good run game. Leonard Fournette just needs to stay healthy. And the wide receivers are okay, but I think they're, you know, with the exception of Alshon Jeffrey, um, I think I don't think anyone ha- is on the level of Alshon Jeffrey over there in, in, um, in Jacksonville yet. But I think he could do well with that what he's got over there. So that's where I would say his landing spot
2: is. Um, I'm not really sure, but I would like to say we have to give credit where credit's due, right? We can't bash all these NFL teams for franchise tagging these players and, and not give credit to Philly. I think they did the right thing. I agree. Uh Big shout-out Nick, shout out F- Nick to Foles did a for lot that. for your organization, brought you a Super Bowl, and you repaid him by letting him go and make his money now. So shout-out to Philly.
0: Here's the other part, though. I don't think business-wise it was a good decision for them, so I think they were still looking out for themselves, obviously.
2: Well, they could have traded him. Yeah, but they, they could have franchise-tagged him a what, if they, what if traded him. What if no them. one
0: wants that, though? But what if someone no one wants, wants to him. pay him, because the franchise tag this year is going to be huge for quarterbacks, twenty and, million for yeah, Nick Foles, right? So now you have to trade a twenty million dollar contract. Well, well you v- don't.
2: You, you could eat some of that contract. You know, that that, that could be I worked out.
0: I, I think they still. Look, oh my gosh! I think they, I, I think it's a it's a business move by them, but I also think it's a good-hearted move as well. I like that.
1: I think he's going to end up with Washington for a year.
0: I think he's gonna stay in the same division. I think he's gonna stay in the yeah. same division. Dang. Just because
1: just, Alex Smith is, I I think I heard that he's not coming back this year, right? I think no. he has to sit out a full year, right? Yeah. Oh, so wow, I I, th- okay. I think Washington might make a push to try to get him for a year till they get Alex Smith back, or maybe they draft a quarterback in his draft. They they need that quarterback to get through this season. Yeah. So I think they might make a push. The Jags are a nice team for for him to go to. What I mean, about I want the
2: Ravens. Come on, give Lamar that some would be phenomenal crack. for the Ravens. It would
1: be because I'm not a Lamar Jackson
2: fan. <laughs> you can put all. Lamar Jackson at running back, but you I you lost the running back. Definitely. But I did see
1: that the Ravens might be in the running for Le'Veon Bell. That's not. Gonna I sent happen, you that. Rich. That's not going to happen. Listen, this Alex all. Collins. Did you got see Bryce
2: Harper DM'd uh, yeah, Le'Veon Bell trying to get
0: him to go to Philly? Yeah, not not happening. Also,
1: another random thing that happened this week, Mike. You got your. Uh, your Hall of Fame soon, to, well, will be Hall of Fame tight end back. Yeah, the Cowboys.
0: He should have
2: went to the Hall of Fame yeah. instead of coming back. <laughs> right?
0: Jason Witten back, man. I don't understand why. Uh, to me, it's like he must know something. I don't know that this team is going to make a huge push for the Super Bowl, and he's super confident in it, but like, I just don't get it. He can't run the routes down the field. He is a red zone target. But it's just at his age, his his this skills is his 16th season. were already diminishing, and he was like wasn't doing much already. I I don't know why he's doing this. I don't know the reason for it. I they're, they're paying him more than ESPN would. He was listen. Also, I I he he's was a terrible Monday Night Football <laughs> announcer. So that whole crew needs to go. Yeah. I love your bug, but you got to go too. And the other guy who from ESPN who was running it, nah man. Um. So I, they had to revamp that anyway. Maybe they let him know that. But maybe I don't know. maybe that was behind. What do maybe you they think about? Told-
2: My bad. No, you're good. Go ahead. What do you think about what Jerry Jones said? Did you see it? What did he say about winning a Super Bowl? He said the amount of money that I would spend to win a Super Bowl would be ungodly, but it just doesn't work like that. Agreed. Yeah, but it helps. Go out and sign some of these guys, then. All right, here's the deal, though.
0: Right, we took. I, I think it helps. Okay, so I agree with that. But I think we've talked about this that I having mean, the Cowboys
2: a, just you just like they're known for not going out and and getting big name free agent guys. Right, I agree with you.
0: It would help. I think it would help too. I agree with you. But we talked about this before, right? And you guys are in agreement of you'd rather not have a high paid. Player in at any position because there's not been a team who won a Super Bowl. No no no, 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 no. Right, what's, what's the. Thing? I
2: only said that about uh a, a elite wide receiver. Okay, so obviously a quarterback
0: you would go for, right? That guy you got Or any money defensive for. guy. Okay, so just not a running back or wide receiver. Those guys don't make a difference. Not even as much a running back, just a wide receiver, I think. Okay, all right, that's no problem then. I thought it would extend it over a couple different positions, but you know what I I mean I would love him to go get some guys I would do I I want I really want the Earl Thomas move cuz I think it could help our defense out but I I agree with him I don't know I football to me is not a is not a game where one guy makes a difference but one guy can significantly increase your chances to make a difference to me so you can if you get, you got to spend money at some point I just think with the Cowboys and what he means by that right now is you think is on his minus. he's got Dak to figure out he's got Zeke to figure out he's got the Marcus Lawrence to figure out and now Earl Thomas who's creeping up and wants to be a cowboy it's a lot of money going around to a lot of guys in a short amount of
2: time I mean he's maybe got what four or five days to live I who's mean how, how long in the Jerry future Jones? are you
0: looking <laughs> oh no Jerry Jones gonna live forever man he got the money to live forever. He just found the fountain. of that's youth. That's where he's spending the money. He's gonna spend. He don't the look money. like he found the fountain of youth. He's His skin's starting to fall off. He's alright. He's good. He lives in Texas. At Texas he <laughs> is for real. Super for real. Rich, this is what I where I found, and then we're, we're pretty much wrapping up here. I got that uh, one more thing to All talk right. about. Le'Veon Bell is the reason why I say you don't go to the Ravens, and I like that out of you, Rich, because you're hopeful of that. <laughs> but that's silly. The Green Bay Packers could offer him 60 million fully guaranteed 25 million total guarantee 49 million with the signing bonus and incentives and stuff like that but so they could offer him a lot of money the Houston Texans which is the team I say he's going to end up with can offer him the most money and the most guaranteed uh I mean the most guaranteed money not the most money overall but close to 5 years 75 million average pay year 15 million fully guaranteed 50 million he, they're at the top of that. They could offer him a ton of money. Um, the Jets could offer him $59 million, $14 million per year, the guaranteed right around what everybody else is doing out there. So per year and fully guaranteed and overall money and over the whole thing, a career, Houston can offer him the best. And I think Houston's the best team out of all of those for him to go to defensive-wise and offensive-wise and coaching-wise. So that's why I think— Don't you think Tyron Matthew needs a big deal, though, also? He's getting traded. I don't think he's going to be with that team. He doesn't need to get traded. uh, traded. He's a free agent. Yeah, he's going to another team. Yeah, but that team is more focused on what they could could do with Le'Veon Bell than what they could do with Tyron Matthew. Le'Veon Bell is around the same age, a little younger than Tyron Matthew. But his position is significantly yeah. at what he could do. Losing could him do right now, losing him isn't gonna make that te- that defense horrible. No, gaining no. Le'Veon Bell is gonna make that offense a whole nother. Yes, I hope takes him to a whole nother level. Yeah. But what I think it also does, I think he's a significant player to that defense, Matthew. But he doesn't make or break them. He he adds to them, and it's but not what Bell would add to that offense and the pressure he'd take off of Watson and what he'd open up even more. For Hopkins and the rest of that crew over there, that's why I just think he ends up there. What's your yeah.
1: last thing, Rich? Well, before I get to the last thing, I just want to—we never, we kind of forget to do this—but make sure you guys. Well, obviously, if you're listening to
0: us, so I might talk about this. You no, know what, I, yo, I'm make like, make sure you tell the people about it though, right? Is that what you're gonna say? Respect yeah. the chat podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and and Stitcher. Check us out on Instagram. Right, EliteSportsNewYork.com On EliteSportsNewYork.com On Facebook, check us out there as well Subscribe to us on YouTube, man Hook us up, man Let us know what you want to talk about, hear about If you want to get on um, A lot of people we still want to get on And we will do um, We love what we do Episode 48, man I can't believe we're this far in We're almost there for pre- a year It's pretty crazy Four more, man. another month Absolutely crazy Alright, right, this yeah, last yeah, thing yeah. I want to
1: yeah. talk about ESPN released a list of their top ten players mm. under twenty five. Okay, Mike, you want to? This is just basketball. This is just basketball under twenty five.
0: I gotta find it, Rich. Um, the one you sent me, Rich, Rich, Rich. You rich, want?
1: Rich. I, I'm gonna give you the ESPN one, Mike. You said you made up your own list.
0: Yeah, well, I just re—I just turned that list around to where I think it should be. go ahead. All right, so I'm—I um, oh, man, these guys' names are crazy. Are oh, you going to tell me it? out here? You want me to do? Oh, here it is right here. Okay. Right there it is. All right. You got Giannis, the Greek freak. They got ranked as one. This is the best players, best 25 under 25. Giannis is one. Joel Embiid is two. Yarich is three. Carl Anthony Towns is four. Ben Simmons, five. Uh, Luca Dantich is six. Donovan Mitchell is seven. Tatum, eight. De, uh, De'Aaron Fox, uh plays for the Kings, is nine, and Devin Booker, plays for the Suns, is ten. That's their list.
1: You know who I think should be on that list that's
0: not on there? Who? It's Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young's on the up and comer man. He's on the up and come up, and I agree with you. I think he's probably right outside of that. I would take Fox out and put, and Trae I'd put Young in. in. Um, but this is what my order would be. My order because I'm I just think the NBA is not doesn't cater to big men and I think they're going to be exposed at different points in the playoffs and it's just moving on to a different type of game you know more outside shooting not as much defense I think that caters to other guys smaller players I think Giannis is one um, I just went over this before but so give me a second Giannis one for potential and for what I think is going to happen in the next couple years or so Giannis one um, Tatum two Dontich, three. Mitchell, four. Um, Simmons, five. Booker, six. Um, Yarich, seven. Towns, eight. Fox <laughs> at nine. He's staying right there. And Joel Embiid at ten. Yeah, they literally, literally moved the them from guy. two to ten. <laughs> Yeah, two to, no two to, uh, to nothing. You could have just
2: said that you wanted to move and yeah, down before no, giving that No, I switched it yeah, all up I switched it all up. you did, and I I, I like it. I uh-huh. think a beat should be significantly higher. But as far as mm-hmm. all the other moves that you make, I like them. Okay, cool.
1: I like it too. Like I said, the only person I, I I have a lot of hope in Trey Young. That's why I mentioned his name. Okay. He's the first rookie ever. Well, not ever, but the first rookie since Allen Iverson to drop thirty-five points in consecutive games. <laughs> wow. He's a great three-point shooter. They're, kind, they're they're not comparing him to Steph Curry, but they're saying that he has a lot like like he he resembles mm-hmm. Steph Curry. So I think he he's a great shooter. And with how the league's how how it's going and developing, mm-hmm. being a great shooter like that is 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 what's going to make you do
0: good in the NBA. And, definitely. and I think he's going to be a, a huge superstar and he should definitely be on that list. Without a doubt, bro. Without a doubt. Um thank you all for listening to us, man. Huge UFC card tomorrow night. Please check it out. We love y'all. Peace. Respect the chat. Episode 48.